Healthy Alternatives. Both research and real-life experiences are making it clear every day that our traditional medical system and practices need to be rethought, revised, and recharged in light of a more holistic approach to health. Dr. Jerry V. Teplitz, host of Healthy Alternatives, has been a pioneer for 36 years in stress management and optimum health. With a Ph.D. in holistic health sciences, a law degree, and as the author of eight books, all focused on health, stress management, and performance, Dr. Teplitz is uniquely qualified to help us explore and incorporate healthy alternatives into our daily lives. He is a professional speaker and has shared his wisdom with over one million people. Join him to reach your highest level of health and wellness. Now, here's Dr. Teplitz. Welcome to Healthy Alternatives. My name is Dr. Jerry Teplitz, and you're listening to webtalkradio.net. My guest today is Eliza Mada Dalian. She's a modern-day mystic, a self-realized spiritual guide, and an internationally acclaimed master healer. She's affectionately known by Mada, and she is the seven-time award-winning author of the book, In Search of the Miraculous, Healing into Consciousness. This book has been endorsed by Deepak Chopra, and Mada is also the creator of a powerful no, yes, active meditation and transcending the fear of death and unknown guided meditation. And she's also the founder of a revolutionary healing method called the Diane method, which we're going to talk about in, in a little bit because it looks at the root causes of physical and emotional pain and allows you to permanently erase them from the body's cellular memory. So Mada, welcome to Healthy Alternatives. Hi, Jerry. I'm very excited to talk to you today. Now, in your book, Mada, In Search of the Miraculous, Healing into Consciousness, it's actually received seven book awards, and Deepak Chopra has described it as offering a simple and elegant map of the path of enlightenment. So first of all, what inspired you to write the book? I think it was uh, almost like a must to write the book because uh, whenever we have... Uh, a certain experience, our life experience, in a sense, forces us to share what we've learned. And uh, the path to awakening is an arduous path. So I, I wanted to create a map for others to be able to follow uh, so that they don't have to go through all the um, uh, difficulties that I went through when I was trying to find my way. So what you're doing, Mada, is you're taking what was a long route for you and turning it into a shortcut for folks to be able to do. Is that correct? That's absolutely correct. I wanted to create um, some kind of a map that would save people a lot of time and a lot of heartache. Because as we know, the journey, the spiritual journey is not an easy one. And the more we know, the more we have signposts on the road, it's easier for us to navigate. So this book is basically gives all the signposts. So for someone who is interested in finding themselves, it will be very easy to navigate through it. Now, what were some of the difficulties that you did face uh, for yourself that made it the longer route? Well, the difficulties come from the mind. Mm-hmm. And the mind that, that uh, desires something that gets attached to things, expects an outcome. And also the part of the mind that does not comprehend that actually the ego and the mind are so closely interconnected that it's very easy to get caught. And 
when we have the desire for awakening um, or enlightenment, we desire it still through the mind. And of course, the mind is the problem. And to, in order to understand that we don't need to actually repress it and we don't need to repress our ego. And also what I discovered is we cannot really wake up with a wounded ego. So we need to heal that part of the ego first before we can let it go. Now, in the book, you talk about um, healing into consciousness. Uh, what do you mean by that? Uh, that's exactly what I mean. Healing into consciousness means those are the steps that we need to take along the way to start healing our, our, the parts of our ego that we think are wounded. For example, uh, when, when we're developed in the stage of development, and in the book I very clearly indicate that ego and consciousness develop together simultaneously. And if we deny one part, we're going to deny the other part. So, for example, if we feel that somebody else has um, wounded us or somebody else is the problem for our pain and suffering, that's coming from the state of uh, what I call a wounded ego, which means that it's, it's the part of you that is actually not aware that you have the power, that you are creating your life. And this is the part that needs to heal and to become conscious that, wait a minute, I'm actually not powerless. I'm not a victim. I can take care of myself. I don't depend on anything external. So we need to come to that healthy, positive state before we can say, okay, now I can see this is a part of my mind and my ego and my attachments. And I can see that there's something bigger than me. Uh, and I can take that step to face that bigger um, universe around me and maybe let go of the fears that are keeping me small and keeping me confined in my little shell. Kind of like an alarm clock for the consciousness to wake us up to what's uh, really going on out there for ourselves. Well, it isn't like an alarm clock. And I actually have a metaphor with the balloon. So the more, you know, if the balloon, you can't, if the, if the balloon has many holes, you can't really fill the balloon to the point where it can burst. And we need to close all the holes that, that make us think that we are victims, that we, are, we, uh, we don't have the power, that we need to compromise our inner truth. And once we start filling those holes, simultaneously we start becoming more conscious. And once the holes are filled, then the air within the balloon, it's like more of that consciousness. And it's interesting because breath is very much connected with consciousness. So um, ultimately, we come to a place where the shell, can, we can see that there's actually no separation between the shell and, and the world around us or, or the whole universe. And then it's easier for the shell to burst and dissolve into the oneness. Now, you, you are a master healer, Mada, and you've actually created what you call a light speed healing technique, and it's called the uh, Dylan Method. Can you tell us a few things about it, uh, since uh, the show is Healthy Alternatives, how this uh, comes into play and how it differs from other methods that are out there? Um, one way that it differs, in a way, that um, all the methods, the way I see it and my experience been, has been with them, prepare the person. And uh, I've listened to your shows, Jerry, and I really uh, appreciate the work you're doing because you, you're giving a lot of 
um, information to people that they need in those first initial steps of actually recognizing that they they can do and they need to do some of the work and they start with the physical and they start with observation and um, work with understanding their emotions. So what my work does is I have a skill which is to be able to read thought forms in the body. And what I've realized is that those thought forms, suppressed thought forms, are not just in the mind alone. We we suppress emotions, we suppress our thoughts, and they're all over the body. And there's many contradictory thought forms and emotions suppressed there. So because of those suppressions, and we all know already that our psycho, the, the psychosomatic state creates our physical state. In other words, if we have illness or pain, our psychological, emotional state affects it. And, and you talk about it in your shows as well. So what I do with my method, what I discovered is, um, I basically help people to de, de, um, toxify their body from those repressed thought forms and emotions and once that happens the energy starts to move and simultaneously consciousness starts to come in as well so those aha moments happen when the clouds start dispersing at the clouds that are those uh, beliefs and conditionings once they start dropping away suddenly the person starts seeing their inner sky and their inner light and with that a transformation from unconsciousness into consciousness happens. So are they doing this as a visualization type of process, a meditation or a physical type of process? It's, it's very practical and very physical. So what I do is um, uh, I, I, I look at the thought forms. First of all, I work with the entire body and I work with the uh, frontal lobe and the occipital lobe and the left and the right brain. So everything from the head to toe. And um, I look at the whole generally in the energy and in the body, what kind of thought forms are there. And I uh, uh, Mada, could you hold on a, can you, could you hold on a second and describe to our listeners what you mean by looking at, uh, because they may not be aware of what you're, you're, you mean by that. Uh, well, I just, when I look into somebody's energy, I look through my third eye. In other words, um, I just have the ability to hear thought forms. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so, and I hear them in the person's unconscious. And, and then I can also see and hear the layers because the unconscious also has many layers. And I look through the layers until I get to the root cause to where uh, the belief originated because that's the belief. It's like a computer that has a program and our body is a computer. And that program runs the energy, runs how the person is going to feel. So I get to that initial imprint and help them release it by simply through breath and a system of breath and expression. So, so the, the expression and breath happens through the whole body. And um, I go through different parts of the body at different times, and then I go back on forth. So that the whole part, body is decluttered from uh, those contradictory thought forms. And the, the miracle is that once those are released and consciousness comes in, once the, the person becomes aware that, oh, this, this belief is just an illusion, actually, not true then there's a 
the, the energy completely frees itself. And it happens very quickly. So you don't need to work on the same issue over and over and over again. So my guest today is Eliza Mada Dylan, and she is a modern-day mystic, self-realized spiritual guide, internationally acclaimed master healer. She goes by Mada, and she's a seven-time award-winning author of In Search of the Miraculous, Healing into Consciousness. And this book has been endorsed by Deepak Chopra, who calls it a simple and elegant map of the path of enlightenment. And we're talking to her today at the moment about her method, the Dylan method, which it gets really to the root cause of physical and emotional pain and illness and erases them from the body's cellular memory. So, Mata, can you give us some examples of some of the illnesses that you worked with and, and what happened uh, to the folks you were working with? I could say that I've worked with pretty much um, most illnesses. Uh, for example, uh, fibromyalgia, asthma, diabetes, depression, post-surgery um, situations where actually, interestingly, after the surgery, people would get worse. And uh, working through um, their body and releasing those, those beliefs, as I was explaining earlier, miraculously heals the body and um, everything becomes almost goes back to normal and the pain miraculously disappears. Um, I've worked with cancer patients. I've worked with um, just regular folks who, who are just interested in working deeper, going deeper into their unconscious and transforming the, the areas of their personality that they feel um, stuck in. Um, so, Manda, let, let, me ask, let me ask you a question then. If... Uh, Somebody comes to you, there's this kind of the person who says, I have a belief that this is going to work. And then you've got the person who comes who says, my wife told me to go and I don't believe it. Uh, do you find a difference in uh, your ability to work with the folks depending on the attitude that they're bringing in? Uh, the attitude is very important because I primarily like to work with people who are actually um open and already have done a lot of work so that they have a certain understanding. However, it happens occasionally when, like you said, um, the wife comes to see me and she says, uh, I want my husband to see you, and he comes. And even with the disbelief... And he's a bah humbug person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, and you know, com completely in the logical, and, okay, well, uh, let's see what this is all about. And the interesting thing is it, it even works on them because the moment the moment they come closer to those repressions that they know they've repressed and they start feeling emotional and um, those tears come very spontaneously without them thinking that, you know, is this going to work or not, suddenly there's a transformation. So... In a sense, it works. This method works even with disbelievers. That's why uh, I'm so excited about. I've um, been working on creating the self-healing version of this, and um, which will be released pretty shortly with the two CD, two CDs, and and a book. And uh, I'm also very excited about it for one reason that people can take their healing into their own hands because it's a very simple method that, that can help them 
go through the process um, as I would work one-on-one and help them identify those repressions themselves. And I am also excited because I'd like to actually um, train other therapists to help to help people to work with this self-healing method as well because I feel that this is uh, the missing gap. We're not quite sure sometimes what is the root cause that is keeping us stuck or, or keeping our muscles in spasms and stress. So this helps to um, see the puzzle pieces that, that suddenly they start fitting together. And that's why people need to have some kind of some kind of awareness already about their body, about their emotions, about their thoughts. And once that's there, then they can easily work through this method. Now, you're talking uh, earlier, we talked about you being able to, uh, in effect, read the thoughts of the body. And so in your book and CDs, uh, said, are you teaching people how they can do that for themselves? Yes. So give me an example of, of how you would uh, be conveying that to somebody. What are they what are they doing to start seeing that happening for themselves? Well, first of all, people already know, they're aware that there's certain um, issues or certain uh, blocks or pain that they have in their body. So okay. what, what, what I ask them to do, first of all, before they can actually work with the CD, I ask them to prepare through, uh, in the book, I have a preparation steps. So the preparation steps will entail to, uh, for them to identify everything that they've been, um, they need to work with, they want to work with, and then um, work with the entire body and identify the, those areas in the body and then go into each area and um, identify the thought forms in each area. And once they've prepared all that, then they can work with the CD, which will guide them how to actually work with those thought forms that they've identified and move them through the entire body, working with with breath and and expression and um, releasing what what spontaneously starts coming. So this is a very much spontaneous kind of healing process. Great. Now, there's a part we haven't covered yet that you do, and that is uh, you you have recently released uh, what you call an active meditation CD, and it's called, and this is a unique title, No Yes Active Meditation. And uh, can you tell our listeners about this and what it does and uh, how it how you view it as as powerful? This meditation is indeed very powerful because it helps in a very short time release a lot of negativity. So it's it's practical. It has nothing to do with visualization or thinking. So um, it works with ex- expression again, once again. And um, the first 30 minutes, there is uh, you you completely become. You allow yourself to express anything negative that uh, that you felt uh, with just using the word no. So there's many repressions. Many times we want to say yes to things and or, or no to things, and we say yes to them. And 
these these emotions and these feelings keep accumulating, and they create like a baggage, like a a big dark cloud within our energy in our body. So it allows through just a simple saying no. And and I have to say that um, with the first phase, there's a music that goes with it, and I worked on the music with the musician for quite some time to the music itself is very powerful because it evokes those um, areas in the body that the suppressions are. So, and it took me quite a while to work with, with the musician because I wanted to make sure that this music is really doing the work, even if you, you know, uh, don't feel like uh, opening up and saying, no, the music will help you. There was a study that was actually published recently, which goes into the notion of kind of saying no in a way, was a study where they found that women who, when they get angry, if they respond to that anger immediately and don't hold on to it, they actually wind up releasing it more effectively and uh, it doesn't have long-term consequences for them. And so what you're saying is when you have a thought come up, you're saying no to that thought and in effect discharging it. Am I getting that right? Um, yes and no. Basically, what you're what you're doing with this meditation is you're simply saying no, and then things start coming up from the unconscious. You're not even thinking. You're simply saying no, and the music actually helps to open up what's been repressed in the unconscious. Just by simply saying no, there's no need to think about what you're saying no to, but suddenly all these emotions start coming up as well. And, and the study is very right about actually women are very emotional, so, so they express their emotions very easily. However, even women repress what they really want to, to say. Uh, but with this meditation, it's almost like there's many layers get released very quickly all at the same time. And then, um, then the next phase, you go to the next phase, which is a silent phase. This is the time where you can actually feel that inner peace and, and inner stillness and, and, and realize that some of those things that you've been accumulating really are like clouds and they could be let go of. And this prepares the ground for the authentic yes to start arising from within. And the last phase would be saying yes and there's music that you can dance with, and um, and and it it helps the person to open up and really see the world in a more colorful way versus in a gloomy and depressing way. So that's where the active meditation part comes because you actually can get up and uh, dance. That's right. And even in the nose uh, phase, you can actually move your body, you can punch in the air, you can use a pillow, uh, you can scream in your pillow, uh, or you can scream if you can scream inside your uh, space. So it is also active. So you are using the body as well with the first phase as well. Do you have to let your neighbors know not to call 911 if they hear screaming? <laughs> you might you might want to do that if you're very close to your neighbors or use a pillow. But even if you do it in a uh, you know in a kind of a moderate way, it will still do wonders. Great. Now you have a special offer on right now for for our listeners. Can you tell us uh, what it is? Uh, yes. 
The offer is, uh, with the purchase of the book In Search of the Miraculous Healing into Consciousness and the No Yes Active Meditation CD, uh, people would receive a free teleclass with me where they can ask questions and I can actually look inside their energy and give them uh, specific guidance to what they would need to do for themselves because I find that everybody is so unique and everybody really needs a very specific guidance to what, what is relevant for them. And where, where can they go to uh, sign up for that, Mother? Uh, they can go to uh, healingintoconsciousness.com. Great. And also, so that's healingintoconsciousness.com for the uh, free personal mentoring teleclass with Mada. If you purchase the her book in search of uh, the miraculous and uh, also the No Yes Active Meditation CD. And you can also see Mada's calendar of events and learn more about her by going to her website, Mada uh, Dale, and it's spelled M-A-D-A-D-A-L-I-A-N. Dot com, and you can learn more about her there. And Mada, you also have something that you call, uh, I think it's a power shake. Uh, can you just very quickly, because we're almost out of time, explain what that is and where people can go for that? Yes. For, for those um, uh, who would like to receive it just uh, by subscribing to my newsletter, uh, they will receive a power shake recipe, which I've been using personally for many years. And um, all the people that I work with in my intensives they use it, and it's it's a very um, it, it's a shake that has many powerful ingredients, and you can uh, use it for the morning time before your breakfast, or to substitute as a breakfast, and that would help to boost your energy throughout the day. And that they can find on healingintoconsciousness.com, correct? Yes. Terrific, Mada. Thank you for being a guest today on Healthy Alternatives. Thank you very much for having me, Jerry. Thank you for being with us today for Healthy Alternatives. For more information about Dr. Teplitz and his availability for speaking engagements, please click on the globe on the webtalkradio.net page in front of you or go to teplitz.com. You may also follow him on Facebook and Twitter by using the icons on the page. To find out more about his books, please click on any of the book covers you see. Eat well, rest well, take a breath, get some exercise, and we'll see you again right here next week for another edition of Healthy Alternatives. Alternatives.